And welcome to another episode of Hey, I've Got an Idea Show. A little up and down. No, up and no, down. I'm, n- I'm not a fan. Not a fan. Not okay. a fan. Let me let me, let me try it, try it try it again. Yeah, do it. Do another one. Another take. Sure. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to another episode of Hey, I've Got Another Idea Show. Okay, you you put another in there, which is not actually the is name that, of the show. Did I get the name wrong? I was you, too you focused. Got the name of our podcast that we are doing wrong. I'm gonna have you give me one more, one more. Okay. But here's the thing, yeah, Luke, yeah, I I need you to do it in a minor key. <sighs> minor key. Sad. Go for it. <clears throat> Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to another episode of Hey, 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 I've got an idea show. I'll I'll crop out a couple of those hey's. No, that was was good. No, keep them all in. I love it. Uh, Hey, who are you? (laughs) That's a great question. You should probably introduce me. Okay. Uh, that's my brother there, Mason Minor Key Williams. And that's my brother, Luke B. Diminished Williams. And together we are inventors. We are going to invent a new thing right before your very ears. We're going to talk mm-hmm. our way through it. This week, our suggestion comes from M. It is a family pet. A pet. A, a furry or possibly not furry companion some non-human, non-sentient thing that you would have in your house that you like and you tolerate, and it improves your life in some way. Uh, let's just get this part right out of the bat here. Uh, let's get it out of the bat. That's what I meant to say. Okay, oh, bats? Are we doing a bat? Is the bat the new pet? Because that's already an animal, but I suppose you could keep it as a pet. Most people don't. You're right. Uh, I'm actually kind of curious to know the direction we're going to wind up in, because it kind of means that we need to invent an animal of a sort that is a specific use animal. Well, I mean, I figure what we can do, I mean, if we do start with the bat, is you look at dogs. Dogs have been bred to fucking back, you know, from what a wolf was. So, assuming that we can do that sort of thing to any other currently existing animal, I think we would be more than fine to domesticate the bat and make a cuddly bat. That actually sounds super cute. But, before we get into no, that... it's pronounced bat. I, sorry, I, I ha- had a, something in my throat. Okay. It was a bat. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. Uh... Let's just kind of go over where we're at with pets real quick. Yes. I have uh, two cats that are my girlfriends that I live with. Uh, she has a, uh, I should really know what they're described as, but it's two cats, uh, brother and sister that were rescued. They are, uh, the boy is named uh, uh, Bitmap and the girl is named Pixel. 
and they it, it's been quite fascinating to me because I ha- have not been a cat person historically, but over time, uh, they have endeared themselves to me. They are silly and fun and funny. Uh, they run around at all hours of the night. Uh, they are weird. They're extremely skittish, but that makes you that much more grateful for when they are affectionate. Um, and yeah, my life is a little bit better for them. Uh, they're relatively low maintenance. And if I'm just going to, you know, run the gamut of what's going on in my life pet-wise, I have to say I might just be picking up another pet in the near future that I'm quite interested in. Oh, my- what, what, what? Maybe this is like fifth or sixth in priority for if I was to drop a three-digit number on on something that was non-essential. Um, might be looking into a snake, actually. Oh, cool! Yeah, because as it happens, we recently visited a friend. Uh, she was like, "Hey, did did do I hang out with the snake?" And it's like, "Fuck yeah!" And before you know it, the snake's just around our neck and like. You know, you're seeing the different character traits between these two snakes that, like, one is more active than the other. Um, And uh, extremely simple, very friendly creatures. uh, And also extremely, extremely low maintenance. You give them, like, a mousical, like, every two weeks. That's it. You make sure their lamp doesn't die. You clean their cage once in a while. It's pretty much it. Well, now the problem there is you already got a household with two cats, and you're going to be adding one snake. And if one of those cats and your snake get a little too friendly with each other, then you wind up with a litter of ferrets. That is very, that is very, very cute. I was thinking that you were going to just sloppily portmanteau the word together to either be cake or snack. Uh, no. I mean, I mean snat, not snack. Snat. Yeah, no, don't be silly. A snat is a cross between a snake and a rat. Oh, of course. But what? what's a snake and a bat? Uh, Isn't that a, a wyvern or something? Yeah, that would be a, a, a wyvern or possibly a drake depending on how you do it. All right. But tell me about your pet stuff. My pet stuff. Uh, In my many, many long years, uh, I have had rats. I have had a snake. I have had birds. But right now I have uh, what was basically a compromise with my beloved wife because she wanted to get a cat. And I was like, we live in a very small place, not great ventilation, cats emit toxic waste and also shred you so i don't want that emit toxic waste you mean like use a litter box like toxoplasmosis yeah okay go on but yeah no my compromise was that we would get something uh that is furry that is roughly cat sized and we got a rabbit and the rabbit that we got is a fucking gigantic pitch black yes uh his name is kettle kettle and call him the pot black yeah yeah Yeah, and it's uh 
She is uh, the devil. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you have uh, a, a like a devil bunny. I mean, we, we got the situation more or less locked down, you know, circle of salt, chanting, etc. But uh, but yeah, if she gets uh, her her teeth onto, say, for example, a cord such as one might have here in the 21st century. Mm-hmm. We tend uh, to have a few if yeah, unless we can eliminate them. It's not great. It's not a great situation. Did you know that my new iPhone doesn't have a headphone jack? I did know that because I work at a call center where I sell it to people and I tell every single person who gets one that it doesn't have a headphone jack. Yeah. It only recently became uh, a relevant issue when Caitlin visited her family and wanted to put on music on on her uh, uh, car speaker system and her car's a little bit older so it requires that auxiliary jack, and lo and behold, no music. You can uh, get an adapter. And that's what she got. She got an adapter, and yeah. it worked out. But yeah, as it turns out, uh, sometimes we eliminate cables. Sometimes devil bunnies do it for us. Okay, well, now hang on. It's modern smartphone, sort of like a pet. Are we going to go a... Uh, uh, somewhat digital route with this well i mean we've already had like tamagotchis and ibos and furbies uh we could uh take it in that direction or we could take it in the other direction but still go towards that goal and we could take our uh snat and we just uh cyborg it up a bit is that the snake bat or the snake cat well, I mean, if you cyborg it enough, it hardly matters. Now, <laughs> That's does it? true. That's true. Um, okay, things so far with what's what we got on the on the drawing board here. Mm-hmm. Things I like: cyborging it up. Okay, good. Things I don't like: talking about Furbies. Okay. Uh, here's another angle I'm going to give to you. Just to to round out our bases here. Okay. Uh, pet rock. Uh, pet pet rock. Pet rock is good. Pet rock is uh pretty rad. It's good. Um, Fam- family pet. That's a uh, a classic from the uh from the seventies. Well, when was the first pet rock sold? Do you want me to actually do this research? I don't care, but like, are we talking like 1969? Oh, you oh think? if you don't, if you don't care, then it was actually uh, an invention from the Middle Ages. Oh shit! Uh, really? You see, uh, page boys uh-huh. would get lonely because they were kind of like the the bottom of the the totem pole, right? They're right. having to to help out their knights and whatever. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, their life sucks, it so does. they they want to be affectionate with anything that can be below that. What's below that? Rocks everywhere. You just pick one up, give it a name, put it in your pocket, pet it sometimes. You know, smash it other times. Whatever you whatever you want to do. Definitely came from a dark place from those dark ages. Okay, okay, and nineteen seventy five actually. 1970 really that's later than i would have thought yeah me too actually but it sounded uh, it sounded like it sounded like some early hippie shit 
Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's it's older than us. Yep. So, I mean, presumably there's somebody somewhere who still has their pet rock, so therefore there are pet rocks that are older than us. Wow. That's kind of weird to think about, that, that that person has had a rock with a name longer than we... Well, I guess that's not that weird, because rocks, it, regardless of how you classify rocks whether you give it an endearing name uh as like this friend this inanimate friend of yours or you just give it a name like granite then what's the difference those rocks have been around for you know millions of years well i mean it's uh the relationship that you purport to have with said rock it's not just about the name right uh because when you say this thing is my pet in a certain way, that's that's a unidirectional relationship, more so in some cases than others. But when you when I got this rabbit, when I got Kettle, uh, she did not come to me and say, yes, I will be your pet. I was the one who determined you. You will be my pet now. I have I have decreed this, you know. So uh, so, I mean, presumably you could do the same thing to anything or indeed to anyone. You can declare someone your pet. And then, you know, okay. so whether or not they are your pet determine, is determined by your ability to enforce that. Um, so we'll, we'll just talk about that for a second, because I don't know if we're talking about a kink anymore or not. You um, get kinky with it. Well, but the, here's, the, here's the question. This is no longer a very family-friendly family pet, but uh, uh, if we're talking about uh, someone being, like, a slave... If it's a sex slave, it's it, it, it's it's got its context. Well, it doesn't have to be a sex thing or even a slavery thing. I mean, Jeffrey from the uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, he was their pet. Oh, yeah, no, I don't think that he was. I think I think that was a butler that was same, paid. That's the same thing. Paid a salary to. I pay things? my rabbit in pellets and delicious treats. I mean, you're right. You know what's weird? Just throwing this out there. You know what's weird? What? Butlers. Well. Bu- butlers. Uh-huh. Live with the the mansion owners or, do, or Do whatever. they always, though? Like, are there not some a, butlers that commute? Not always. You can have butlers. Some commute. some butle in. <laughs> I'm very proud of that. Right. Butle, like like a. Yeah, like, no, that's that is actually the verb. So. <sighs> Family pet. Family pet. Well, I mean, the weird the weird thing is is uh, I have heard the verb butle before. You know what I haven't heard is the opposite side of it, the butle. Like if you're the rich person. Who who has the butler? You are the butley. <laughs> butley was a famous uh, martial artist. Yeah. Yes. Okay. No, the family pet. Family let's pet. let's let's go over what is required, and then we can give a better sense for how we can take all of those things and do do one better. Come up with something that is that, but but 
but better. Now, I okay, think... Okay, so so first off, we've got the spectrum of intelligence. On the one end, you got your pet rocks, and then you got your snakes and, you know, fish, and right. then you got your mammals, your mammalian pets, your dogs, and so forth, and then you got your pet chimps, and then you've got butlers, and... <laughs> I, think, I think you skipped... Uh, you skipped over a few and went no. too far off the scale, actually. Uh... Well, okay, uh, well, your BDSM pets uh, on the far end. And now, you see, I don't. I thought we maybe did go far enough into that, and maybe we didn't. I, I think that any arrangement like that that has to be, that let's just call it a special relationship. Okay. Okay. I don't think we're talking about the same thing that this this topic is is requesting of us. Because even if someone is treated in such a way that they are made to be felt, they made to feel like a pet, or if they like it, if it's mutually beneficial, whatever. Um, I a I think that's more complex than your typical uh, all ages family might be comfortable with. Okay. But but B. I think that that is actually sort of play pretend, right? Like that is that is humans that are choosing to take on this persona. It is not the actual persona of a pet, much like one could and I'm I'm trying to be as accurate as I can here. If someone is role playing, they aren't that role, they're playing that role. Okay, well, well what if what if they weren't though? Like, what if this person, uh, who's the pet, uh, they have uh, had a a very thorough lobotomy, so they they don't have the mental capacity um, to not be a pet. So I think I think when M picked family pet, she was like, "Oh, you know, it'd be cool. What if they?" What if they ha- did like a little squirrel with scales? Uh, that that's not a very good M impression. But um No, I think you nailed it. And then instead, you're talking about crimes. Well, it's only no, a yes. crime. Yes, it's crime. If Make- we're in a society that has a law against it. If you're uh, in international waters or in space, you'd be good. Hey, brother. Yeah. Let's do a family pet. Okay. All right. Uh, well, you know what? Let's cater to our friend M, who okay. uh, presumably is still listening if she hasn't thrown her headphones across the room <laughs> in disgust. Uh, if we're going to cater to her, you know what M likes? What does she like? Spiders. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spiders cool. I- I'm going to go ahead and say... That for me, I I am a little, like, you know how spiders and snakes are kind of on a similar, like, level of squeamishness for a lot of people? Like, it's both just, like, things sure, yeah. that uh, your brain tells you are going to kill you and they're not uh, so I'll cuddly. I accept that. And, I mean, you know what? That's fair. I mean, there are spiders and snakes in the wild that would pose a legitimate threat to our primordial right. ancestors. So that's that's a legitimate fear. I'm cool with it. Yeah. If I see a spider crawling around on the wall or whatever, I do not kill it. I'm just like, oh, hey, spider bro. I, I'm the guy that's like, 
<laughs> like, oh, he's helping us out with other insects that are more annoying. That's that's real cool. You live here rent free. Good for you. Um, not a problem. Uh, sure. Snakes lately, I'm like, oh man, if I just had one of these that I could just like have slither over me while I'm doing whatever. That'd be pretty tight. I'm like, it's well. I mean, if you saw one crawling over your wall that you didn't expect, I don't think you would react the same ways. Like, yeah, oh, that would also you, that's that's a false equivalency there. That's definitely much worse. And scarier. you would not be like, oh, a snake I didn't expect. <laughs> well, you're living here rent free. I hope you eat the rats. It's like, no, yeah. no, that's actually not cool. Not not kosher. But for me, snake feels like uh, a pet I'm excited about. Spider. I would be okay with, but not wouldn't be my preference. Okay, okay. But, so here's here's how I here's how we do this. Okay, you take your spider, gotcha. you put it in the microwave for a little bit, get it That's nice and radioactive. No, no and think... then you have it bite the snake, and the right. snake is still cool like a snake, but it's got like danger sense and uh, the proportional strength of a spider. And it starts swinging all over your kitchen by, like, spraying out venom webs all over the place. Okay. And also, with that great power comes great responsibility for your snake. And your snake will, like, protect you from the rhino. How about this? Uh, I've got an answer uh, to this this query that's just, uh, this is equally dumb. Okay, uh, so, so not at all. I'm looking forward to it. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but also inventive. There's you no know, very fresh idea like we're supposed to be having on That's this show. That's the theory of what we do yeah. here, yes. So what if you took eight snakes? <laughs> eight snakes, <laughs> okay. And, and you just tied them together like a rat king and now... Or, or maybe they all just kind of latched on to a big old snake in the middle... And he's okay. just like telekinetically controlling the other snakes as though they they had these leg limbs, and it's I'm thinking something more like face hugger shaped, okay, like okay. not like not entirely an equally uh oh how would you say this octagonal uh uh eight legged creature more mm. of a uh, eight legs out to the side little bit of a tail on it but a shorter head. Okay, so basically what you're proposing is we get all these snakes, uh, we cyborg them up, stick like a little antenna on the back of the head that links up their brains. That is going to get them all as like a Borg-like collective consciousness. It's going to make them collectively a little smarter. Not so smart that they're going to steal the car, but smart enough that you can like play fetch. And then, you know, you make them more likely to cluster together and work as a unit and you just treat that as a single organism. Crap, I don't hate this. <laughs> because here's the thing. We're talking about something that's actually pretty efficient here. We we get it kind of cyborged up to the point that it's just, you know, even if it was just responding in some simple um, phrases or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it was essentially nine beings that have one communal sort of host being. Eight, eight nine, nine parts, but one whole. That's a useful thing. And, like, even if it was, like... you know what's cool about this? Like, what's the number one problem with a pet, right? The pet eventually dies. With this, 
You have one snake die. Oh no, your pet is one-ninth dead. You just go get a replacement snake and wire it into the cluster. Yeah. And it's got a, like, you know, some growing pains there. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be an adjustment period. I mean, it's still a tragedy, don't get me wrong. There's the new guy. Your, your, you know, gestalt entity here could still die if they're all simultaneously, like, struck by the same disease or by a car or something. But, uh, but yeah, most of the time, you're going to be able to rehabilitate your pet even if one or two of its member snakes dies. Hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, you know what I also want to do, if we can? Yeah. Uh, I want to jack up the metabolism a little. Get these snakes a little more active. Okay. Because, you know, okay. reptiles, their whole thing, they lie around in the sun because their metabolism is so low, they only eat, like, once a week. It's like, no, no, let's uh, let's get a little mammalian biology in there. Get them a little more frisky, you know? Well, if we're going even slightly mammalian here, um, that would be somewhat convenient because then you don't have the same limitations as you do with cold-blooded. Um, and then the other thing that occurs mm-hmm. to me is that could maybe get us some fur. Yeah, we could get some fur. I mean, you have to deal with shedding, but uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, the cool thing with that is you got your you know, nine snakes that are all bounding around as a single entity that looks like a German shepherd if you're looking at it from a distance. You can go out in the snow with them, run around, fucking play fetch. And then like when you're like, oh, uh, do such and such trick, and they like split apart and go into formations and then come back together again. I'm, uh... How cool is this? This is pretty cool. I don't hate this. Um, I'm taking... I'm taking a pad of paper out. Okay, yeah, I can hear the foley you're doing. In over a year, this is the first time I've actually sort of... I just kind of feel like I have to visualize it. So, uh, go ahead and tell me some more... Some more perks. Now, are you thinking that the, all the mouths are going in towards the back or that the mouths are closer to the feet? I think it, I think it's the other way around, that all the all the heads are in towards the, the back of the, yeah, like, like, the main Yeah, like, they're not going to be running around on their heads. Like, that's just silly. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, so the, the I'm head, just going to... The heads are up near the body, and then, like, each snake is a limb. Tell me some concerns or some ideas while I'm just quickly, like, doing okay. this for a second. Concerns. Uh, they become too powerful, and they attempt to add me to their interface. Okay. Uh, there's other people in the neighborhood that have the same type of pet, and then they happen to use the same frequency that ours does, so oh, they get some wires oh. crossed. That's Uh-oh. not great. I don't know, uh, man. You know what this kind of looks like? What? Now that I'm actually... <laughs> hmm. It's some nightmare fuel you're drawing there? A little bit. A <laughs> little bit. Um, It kind of looks a little like... Oh, Jesus. Kind of looks a little like if Scorpion was more skeletal. Okay. Okay, well, tell me if this helps. Uh, snakes... Very scary to people because they got those fangs and they eat little uh, little insects. Uh, just give them bunny buck teeth and make them herbivorous. Um, I'm just going toothless for the sake of making this look cute. 
Okay, we feed them oatmeal. All right. <laughs> well, regardless of what we feed them, the the design of what I'm drawing is closer to like, uh, oh, geez, I don't know. Um, wasn't there, wasn't there like a, a a CG movie of like a good dinosaur? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah, didn't he like just have no teeth and just? Like, I don't he's... know. I didn't see it. All right. Well. Well, I know that uh, toothless. From How to Train Your Dragon didn't have teeth, but then he deploys the teeth. So Hiccup called him toothless, but he wasn't actually toothless. Uh, right, right, okay. Um, ah, uh, boy, I'm trying just like a, another quick draft of this here. I know this is not like what we're all about, especially but, uh, given that this is an audio medium. Yeah, yeah. Just, just if we could just have total silence for a second while I'm drawing this, just, just really help me. Sure, focus. sure. Dead yeah. air. Let's go for it. Yeah, I'm not editing this out. It's important to my process. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Appreciated. Hey, you know what? Why don't we just take a quick, uh, quick drink break? Actually, that'd be good. That'd be good. All right, let's head on over to that water cooler. Water cooler. Here we go. Hey, dear listeners, thanks for listening to Season 2, Episode 7, Family Pet. Thank you, M, for the suggestion. Hope you're enjoying it so far. Uh, we're going to go in a couple other crazy directions uh, still yet in this one, and i am got to say, I'm pretty uh, curious to know about uh, how you're going to find it. Uh, kind of especially interested in fan art for this one. We've actually got some fan art. Like, we did art for this one, uh, which will be on the Twitter uh, for our, our our weird snake hybrid concept. So uh, keep an eye out for that. But also, there's going to be a verdict uh, a la Pokemon style of pick, picking your starter. Uh, you'll see. Uh, you, 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 I really am curious to know about the verdict for this one. That's going to be on Twitter, at HIGAI Show. Now, we still need some suggestions. I'm very interested in knowing uh, what kinds of other things you would like us to make. Uh, so you can do that anytime. Tweet at us or email show at gmail.com. Or take a quick second this time around to uh, talk a little bit about my brother and also myself. Uh, my brother is a webcomic artist, and uh, he's also an author and a uh, board game creator. Uh, you can find a little bit of all of this stuff on his site. He ran a long webcomic, Leftover Soup, which if you haven't read, you totally should. It was quite good, uh, and that has finished, and he's now working on Forward, uh, and you should read that too, because so far it's getting pretty interesting, and I like the kind of questions that he's asking with uh, with his story there. Um also, I want to talk to you a little bit about this album thing I'm working on. Uh, a couple episodes ago, I mentioned that uh, I was working on an album. I just wanted to sort of like breathe some life into that, that I'm holding myself accountable to that. Um, I'm really getting super excited, guys. Like, my, I don't want to tell you too much yet, but in a nutshell, I'm trying to make something that's really worth savoring, like really worth listening to a bunch of times and figuring out like more about it as you go like something that you can't necessarily catch everything on the first listen that's my objective sort of but let's we'll see where we go with that also a couple of funny funny ha's in there uh one last thing i want to mention if you ever want to advertise with us check out advertisecast.com slash 2493 and you can just uh buy a little ad space right there or if you want to do a podcast swap for advertisement we can do something like that an advertisement could potentially go in here but this week Nope. Uh, has some tasty water. I love water. I need water to live, Luke. 
So, our snake spider creature. Yes. Uh, you showed me your drawing. I showed you my drawing. We're going to have those uh, up for you to view on uh, uh, Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, couldn't help but notice y- yours was just three. Well, I mean, it, it's sort of like when you're making a list and there's a few entries that are all going to be the same. So you just sort of make quotation marks on your way down. It's just like, yeah, you know, there's more of this. Uh, I t- sort of take that approach to my art sometimes. Okay, so you could do more, but there's a lot of curves that, you know. I got, you... I'm got. i a busy man, Luke. I got places to be. I got shit to do. Fair. Uh, So I appreciated that it sort of looked like bipedal, which mm-hmm. is a whole other thing. But also one fundamental difference between your version of the design and mine was that mine, <laughs> the... The limb snakes are all just sinking their maws into the spine of yeah, the Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's not good. You, you, they need to just, like, grab onto each other. Yeah, I guess my worry is that instead of it forming one solid, consistent, stable sort of structure, you have just a knot of snakes. Well, I mean, that's how snakes reproduce, you know? Like, they get together in yeah, a big fuck gr- pile. It's, it's gross, though. Yeah, and they it's also have, like, the though. hemipenis, like, their their dicks split into two sides. Let's, um... I got an idea. Okay. Here's my idea. Okay. No more of this idea. <laughs> what? what? <For laughs> not, okay. Let's put a pin in it. Let's not actually put but a pin put in this But don't put pins beautiful... in it! Yeah, no, that's that's. And it might have computer brain, but it's still got feelings, Luke. Let's let's just let him chill out okay. with one healthy healing acupuncture pin in it. Okay, is just relieving some tension. Uh, is that is that one for the whole Gestalt organism, or one for each snake? Yeah, well, it's it has a it has a like a a trickle down effect through through all of them because they still share that that uh the one consciousness that sounds about right yeah and let's uh let's go back to a different idea hey how about that bat yeah yeah so we uh we domesticate the bat uh go for like thousands of years and basically treat the bat with the same sort of malleability that we had for dogs so you get like the pug equivalent of the bat you get the german shepherd equivalent of the bat the great dane the dachshund whatever hmm I think you know what I think is troubling for me about the bat. When what? you see when you see a big majestic dragon in flight in in fiction, you see these big flapping like it's this big uh uh like almost like a hawk or an eagle or something, but much slower because it's these these big big wings, right? Yeah. But when you see these similarly like thin leathery wings on the bat and because it's so small it's just this like it almost looks like a moth right it's just like this constant like flittering Mm -hmm. that it looks like this whole this bundle of chaos approaching you that might take away from its cuddle ability even if it was super uh super okay so you want to beef up this bat you want a beefy bat I don't know that I need it to be a big bad boy bat. I just want its flight 
to look less like a hot bundle of chaos coming right from a face. Well, I mean, you gotta do that by beefing it. You can't not beef it if you're going to, you know, expect it to have the wingspan and the flapping that is more akin to a condor. Well, let's let's review some options with that. Okay. Uh-huh. The hummingbird. Hummingbird. The hummingbird is almost insect-like with its ability to flap its wings so fast and with such precision and it's so light that it is less chaotic in its approach because it's just like this little this little bird torso hovering in place with this ridiculously fast wing fury going on around it. Okay, so and you you want a humming bat. I don't know if I do. I'm just sort of lifting it up as a another flight example. Okay. All right. Uh, here's another another thing I'm just going to propose real quick. Mm-hmm. And this is getting away from what naturally occurs, to my knowledge. Okay. Uh, drone flight ability. Okay. I mean, we, we already said we're cyborging shit up. So I would be cool with uh, attaching drone rotors to whatever. Because that essentially, like, what if we were talking about that attaching to just about, you know, anything? Like, what if this was just, like, a chihuahua that could just sprout some some rotors? You still have legs? Yeah, and then just, like, the, the rotor, the rotor uh, blades just kind of, like, you know, retract back in. Or the, he tucks them up behind his back or something. All right, all right. So he's still a chihuahua on land as much as he feels like being. But if he wants to just sort of, like, he's run, 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 jump, whoosh, and then out come these these rotor wings, these, uh, uh, you know, drone propellers, and he's jetpacking wherever he's going next. Okay, so you have invented the chihuahua that can shit on me from 20 feet in the air. You know, Chihuahua's actually a little bit of a bad choice, I think. Yeah, I mean, they're they're nervous. They're very high-strung, as I understand it. They're very, fairly irritable. Also, I mean, in order to have the kind of metabolism that would support that kind of flight, you're looking at either, like, having the quad rotors uh, being based on some non-biological energy source, i.e., you know, a battery pack, in addition to dog food, or you're going to feed that dog a whole lot of dog food because that's a lot of energy expenditure. Shit, you're right. Um, okay. Let's go away from drone Wawa. Uh, okay, so so here's my question. Uh, you already were pitching, like, hummingbird. It's a great bird. Apply that to the bat. It's basically mammalifying the hummingbird. So... Let's go through and, like, pick some animals we like, some reptiles, some birds, some mammals, and then just sort of transpose them from one order of the kingdom Animalia to another. So we could mammalify the hummingbird. We could birdify the capybara. We could Hmm. reptilify a, I don't know, a German shepherd. Sure. Um, So what's an animal you like? Hit me with an animal you like. Alligator. Alligator. Okay. So you take the alligator, you turn it into a mammal. What have you got? Gross. 
Okay, not gross. Just I'm trying to think of what the closest thing would be to that. I'm thinking something almost like something platypus-like. But yeah, he's a monotreme now. He's a big boy. He loves the water. Still lays eggs, but provides milk. Uh, but a platypus the size of a log. But a bunch of lumps and big old teeth. He's no longer just this duckbill goofy boy. Mm-hmm. Now, now he's predator. Gonna take down a hippo. Mm-hmm. Or a gazelle or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, but I he's... mean, had evolution taken a different, uh, you know, avenue in uh, in Australia, I mean, that's what you would have: giant carnivorous monotremes. Can I um? Can I propose this though? Okay. Our platigator. Yeah. Uh-huh. Our alipus. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, not so familial of a pet. No, no. And also, I mean, platypi are venomous, so that's yeah. no good. That's no good for the baby. No, okay, so let's take it in the other direction then. Take a platypus and make it reptile So if we just had him like a snake, but with a duckbill and yeah, a beaver tail. Snake. Okay, I, no, I don't like it. What? No, nope, okay, nope, nope. okay, G- give me another animal you do like, then. Uh, an egg man, an egg man. Dr. Uh, Eggman. No, he's bad. You don't want him for the baby, either. He'll turn the baby into a robot. Dr. Ivan Robotnik. Ivor, thank you very much. You don't know your sonic lore. What, I, it's Ivor? I-V-O-R, yeah. Why is his name Ivor? That is not a name. Well, I mean, it Neither was Julian robot. at one point. Oh, yeah. Uh, was that was that other guy, Snide? Uh, the, the nose, the nose man, the assistant. That's obviously not... Uh, yeah, no, he's not canon. He's not canon. This is so far off topic. Um, I mean, it isn't because I mean, we're do, still do in want, a furry universe. Do you want universe. a blue hedgehog? Fuck no. Do you want a red echidna? Echidnas, I believe, monotremes as well. Um, Knuckles hatched from an egg. Oh, 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 okay. No, no, no. I've got, I'm going somewhere here now. Okay. You're talking about a uh, different version of an animal you like. Yeah. So I'm thinking otter. Okay, otters are very cute, very nice. I like otters. And then, I guess reptilian? No, amphibious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's long frog. But very yeah. is there, but very is, playful long frog. Is there a long frog? I don't believe there is. A, well, I mean, hang on. There's like axolotls and salamanders oh, yeah, those, and such. Those guys are cute. Actually, fun fact about axolotls. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know how axolotl, the amphibian, but you don't ever see them out of the water. They just got those gills, uh, those magenta gills in the back of the head. You want to know why that is? Why? It's because the axolotl, the version of the axolotl that you see all the time is actually not a fully developed axolotl. Uh, When they go to adult form and can breathe air, uh, they just look like a regular newt and they turn black. 
but the reason why you always see them in the pink form is mm-hmm. because they actually can breed in that form without going all the way to full adult. So most axolotls you see, teen pregnancies. Whoa. They're not fully developed adults, but they can still breed. That's that's why they're amphibians, but you never see them out of the water, is because they could get out of the water if they got all the way to adult, but most of them don't. That's creepy. Yeah. Okay, good to know. That's a good little axolotl fact. Um, that's boring that they get less, more dull as adults, don't we all? Oh. <laughs> so, um, I want to go back to our... Long frog? Oct- octa- I like long frog. I like our, like, octa snake. Octa I would snake. love a humming bat. Okay, okay. I don't know if we have one idea here, because none of them are like absolutely the best but i i don't think i could pick between those three uh, okay well now let's say you go to the pound and mm. you've got all these animals that are available for adoption you've got the octa snake you've got the long frog you've got the humming bat like which of those would you take home well i got to think about my family yeah which one's the best for the family now and, and I'm which seeing... are going to get along with bitmap and pixel yeah, I'm thinking, like, here's the thing about the Octosnake. Mm-hmm. If we're talking about something that's a little bit cyborged up and, and, and intelligent and can, like, let's let's say it's just close to, like, a toddler level of, like, useful, which is to say not very, but, but more than you would expect from a we're, pet. We're, we're going to say can fetch. Like, that's our intelligence level is fetching not quite to the level of, you know, takes the car. Well, but, but that's the thing, is that I'm seeing this Octosnake as being even more useful than that because it essentially has a bunch of prehensile limbs. It's like this mini Doc Ock that's just there to serve. I think you could do a lot with that. Like, suddenly that Octosnake is, like, handing you, uh, you know, the next tool you need to fix your car. Or... Uh, or it's like you're Jeffrey and it's making you a sandwich. Uh, I mean, maybe. So you got your Octosnake butler pet. I could see I could see the Octosnake doing that much more than I could see the humming bat or the long frog doing that. Well, now, what if we have eight humming bats or eight octafrogs with the cyborg interface? Yeah, but they're not going to, like... None of them are limb-like. You would just have this unholy mass of of things stuck together. It's not nearly I'm not as classy. We have to physically stick them together, like the the cyborg well, collective consciousness shit. That's wireless. That's Bluetooth. Come on, it's twenty first yeah, century. We're yeah, not but, stuck in the nineties with our dial up analog cyborgs. But I'm still talking about the Octosnake being. Nine bodies, but one whole. Like, they, they have a collective consciousness that makes sense for what they can do and okay. who they are. Whereas, I don't... You just have eight or nine long frogs and humming bats, and, and that's just a swarm. You don't... You know, for for them to be useful in a swarm, they need, they need to be the size of, of uh, you know maybe a small beetle or something and there needs to be a thousand of them and then they can suddenly like build you a a uh you know 
you ever see that thing where the ants actually like build a bridge for the colony out of yeah, themselves? Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking something like so, that. So like, you want thousands of tiny humming bats that are capable of building bridges or like bringing you another beer out of the fridge? You know, I don't know that I want that. I still am leaning Octosnake. My man wants an Octosnake. Follow your heart. Follow that's your what, heart. That's that's what I want. So from those three, and we did not develop the long frog in a just amount here. We actually didn't really do that with the. We we did a disservice either. to the long frog. I'm sorry, okay, long okay. frog. Okay, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. It ain't over. Uh. All right. I want you to upgrade the humming bat or the long frog to the point where just take a couple minutes. You think you can get me to pick them over the Octosnake. Okay, okay. Either one. Okay. You know what I want to do for uh, for my humming bats? Okay. Uh, when I think of humming birds, I think of beautiful iridescent colors, right? Right. But as long as we're bringing in, you know, things from other animals, chameleon... So you get your uh, your swarm of humming bats, tiny little humming bats, tiny little humming bats, and they're all amped up because you're feeding them sugar water because that's the only thing that can keep their metabolisms going. And they're hovering all around you. They're all networked together. They're functioning as a single consciousness. And they're smart enough collectively that they can do stuff for you. But then also, they can change color on the fly so they could, like, blend in. Or they could show you like a little picture or they could be like a little moving fireworks display in the middle of your living room. They're just swarming around and they're blue, they're purple, they're green. It looks amazing. And you know what? Let's get some phosphorescent like firefly DNA or like cave mushroom DNA in there. So not only can they change colors, they can also glow a little bit. So you get like a magnificent light color display going on around you and like you could be out there and you're walking with your cloud of humming bats and you know you're you're drawing all kinds of attention people like oh you've got a swarm of humming bats that's so cool can i pet one and you're like you can pet all of them and then they'll like swarm and swirl around the person and it's like Mm. oh it's going purple that means it likes you it is a pretty cool concept to think of like like if 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 you really like it's one thing to have them as a swarm but like i love the concept of them all just like attached but like all huddled together to the point of it looking like a second skin like they're yeah. all <laughs> like it's just like it's this coat this this iridescent winged fur coat now the thing is is occasionally you're going to have one or two drop off but how about we put a uh, an artificial organ on either side of your love handles that makes more of them? <laughs> what? Yeah, ah. you know, like like we had for the legum, but now they're they're humming bats. Uh. That was a prior episode for anyone who didn't catch that episode. Yeah, that's that's the body part. Forty nine, I think, episode. Anyway, so okay, inside jokes. Here's what I think uh, this should be. I think this is should be more or less uh, where we end with our discussion for for right now. So are we going um, with the Octosnake then? Is the Octosnake our finished product? Oh, this is this is my this is the beauty of this, my friend. 
I think we take it to our fan base for not our fan base. I think we take it to our dear listeners to decide for us which one they would want as a pet. Oh shit. Yes. Our verdict of the week this week will be the Octo Snake or the Humming Bat. Or, you know, I'll throw Long Frog on there too, but I'm I'm not giving it much of a chance. It's basically just we went as far as a frog that is long. <laughs> That's that's true. It's like take so, it water and make it an amphibian, and that's the entirety of Long Frog. So, and as much as I appreciate Long Frog, I don't think we're gonna get any any votes for Long Frog I, other I don't than know, troll man. votes. You, you you never know. I don't. I'm gonna learn a lot about our audience uh, if they're trolls or not because it's the it's the it's the. Um, I think this is basically like this latest Pokemon generation and like how nobody chose Poplo or whatever his name was. What, this, Poplio? Poplio. The fucking, you know, clown seal? compared to Compared to Litten and uh, Rowlet? Like, no, no, Poplio was popular, man. People like Poplio. So anyway, you will be that final answer for us, dear listeners. That verdict is votable mm-hmm. on right now. So what do you want for your starter Pokemon, ladies and gentlemen? Do you want the Octosnake? Do you want the Hummingbat Swarm? Or do you want Long Frog? So vote now in that verdict uh, on Twitter at H-I-G-A-I show. Now... Mason. Yes. We have to invent something else next week. Mm, we do. And just so happens I have a fresh private message from my friend Dan. Dan. And Dan wants us to invent something that I'm quite excited about. He wants us to invent... An amusement park. What? Uh, are so, we making Danland for Dan? Pro- probably not. I think we're good with Dan just being the the, the guy that instigated the thing. Okay. And if you wanna, if you wanna suggest a topic, you're welcome to do that. You can email at, email us h i g a i show at gmail or tweet at us at h i g a i show. Mason. Yes. Next week. Yes. An amusement park. Amusement park. But for this week, that will do it. Yes. Sign us off. Until next time, dear listeners who we love very much, I implore you, thumbs up, monorail eggplant. Good night, everybody. Good night. Yep. Okay.